0: This is the Fantasy Fast Track with Brandon Funston and Brad Evans. Ready, set, go! This is a Fantasy Fast Track pod presented by MonkeyNightFight.com. Brad the Big Noise Evans here joined by Senior Fun Buns, Brandon Funston. Week six is on the horizon, so it's time to tweak those priorities to figure out your pricing via Fab. Uh, this is our weekly waiver wire rundown. So Funson, before we get to our fantasy five today, give me a streaming quarterback option. At you, what a dig your little claws in! Obviously, I'll, I'll give you the one that, on the surface, this is the da, 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 the captain obvious pick. It's it's Ryan Fitzpatrick. It just brings me so much joy. The Lorax uh, speaks to the trees and brings fantasy opponents to their knees, and he's certainly done that. He gets the Jets. The little toy planes this week. Good chance for him to go for at least 275, uh, multiple touchdowns, and because he runs with reckless abandon, always a threat to get you 20-plus rush yards as well. I'm going to rank him as a top-10 quarterback this week. I know you're in agreement with me there. Who
1: else do you like in week number six? Yeah another threat to always give you 20 plus rushing yards is Gardner Minshew. And he's about 50% owned in Yahoo league. So he might not be out there, but if he is, uh, he's been a, a solid answer in four or five games. He's had multi TD passes in four or five, and he has almost as delightful of a matchup as Ryan Fitzpatrick facing the Detroit lions. So if Minshew's out there, I like that play very much. Um, and I, you know, you go deep. Uh, I think you can, have some interesting. Kyle Allen, who got knocked out early, allowed for the great uh, story last week of Alex Smith getting back into NFL action. And and God bless you, Alex Smith. Oh. It's great to see, even though it was a rough outing. Uh, it was just nice to see him out there and taking NFL hits again and and being OK with it. Uh, but Kyle Allen should be back at the starter for the Washington football team. And you get the Giants. I like that matchup for a deep play.
0: I'm not going to lie to you. I got a little squeamish uh, when Alex Smith came in and the pockets started collapsing. I'm like, oh, my God. Please
1: get up. Please I was, be okay. I was, yeah, I was palpably worried for the guy. I, I was not having a very relaxing time watching him. I really was rooting for him to come out of it unscathed. And at least it wasn't pretty, but at least he did get out of it unscathed.
0: Uh, just rename the Comeback Player of the Year Award the Alex Smith Award because it's a yeah. lock. It's a wrap. It's over with. All my shares of Matthew Stafford. Poof. Adios Amigo gone <laughs> out the window with Alex Smith. Even take all he had to do is take one regular season snap and he will get the award. There's no question in my mind that will be the case. Give me a streaming defense uh, outside of Miami again, which is obvious. You want Miami everything this week against the puddle jumpers.
1: Well, I said Kyle Allen was a deep pull at quarterback as a stream, but not so deep of a pull is his team's defense uh, with Chase Young back. Uh, that formidable front could be a nightmare for Daniel Jones, who has giving tendencies when it comes to opposing defenses. So uh, I'd be willing to roll the dice on the football team this coming week against the Giants. Uh, I think that's
0: a great call. Um, you know, Indy's already heavily owned. Arizona's already heavily owned. I would throw those out there if you're in a shallow league. Outside of that, ugh. <laughs> yeah. there's, not, there's not a whole lot of great streaming options. At defense. All right, we of course are presented by MonkeyKnifeFight.com. You have no idea what on earth Monkey knife Fight is. Go there right now. Use that promo code F. T N And when you sign up as a new user, you get a free $5 game on the house. It's a really simple game to play. It's just player props. It's more or less over or under on anything you can think of. Passing touchdowns, receptions, receiving yards, rushing yards, total yards, even fantasy points in a PPR setting. You parlay them together. And if you cash, you can do it with two all the way up to six in a parlay. And the more you parlay, uh, if you hit them all, the more money you put in your pocket. Pocket in the end, go to MonkeyNightFight.com right now and again, use that promo code FTN to get a free $5 game on the house. Let's get to today's Fantasy 5. Number 5. Alright, unfortunately we had to see the gruesome injury that impacted one Dak Prescott yesterday. He's done for the season. Compound fracture, dislocation of the ankle. Had to be surgically repaired. Uh, but it's an X-man up league, and Andy Dalton was brought in for a reason to be the backup for the Dallas Cowboys, a veteran who at one time uh, was a back-in QB one in fantasy a few years ago, Brandon. Uh, but I think he is the obvious player we have to toss out there. Another one of those streaming options as well uh, this week for the Dallas Cowboys is Monday night. They take on the Arizona Cardinals Monday night doubleheader. Another one. Uh, Pour me the tequila now. Thank you very much. Uh, Andy Dalton, uh, the last time we saw him on the field, 2019, he was QB 34 to just a completion percentage. He only had a 66.6 deep ball passer rating. He did have the fifth Highest clean pocket percentage, shockingly, behind that rickety offensive line of any quarterback last year. And he has completed less than 62% of his attempts in three consecutive seasons. But you could argue that he has never had an arsenal like he has right now with CeeDee Lamb, with Amari Cooper, with Michael Gallup, Dalton Schultz in there, Zeke Elliott, obviously adept at catching passes out of the backfield. You know, where do you rank him right now? Is he on the same level as a Jared Goff, a Big Ben, a Teddy Bridgewater, maybe higher, maybe lower? How much are you willing to spend, save it to Superflex League, right now as well for the Ginger Fist? Hat tip, Tank
1: Williams. <laughs> Ooh, where is he at right now? Is he kind of like sort of Drew Breesish range in a weird way, like a kind of a regular 250 to 270 with multiple TDs. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Maybe something along the lines of that. And now new Orleans has a little bit better defense or a lot better defense uh, depending on the week. And, uh, you know, so Dalton's probably going to have to air it out a little bit more. Um, but I think he's going to be a prominent streamer and someone that you could say, oh, he's my backup, but you feel pretty good about the backup. And maybe if you're if you're kind of employing a Matt Stafford as your QB1 most weeks, there might be weeks where you would be like, ah, I have Dalton as my backup, but I might want to play him this week over Stafford. So I think he's kind of in that range where he's maybe, uh, you know, in the 15 to 20 range among quarterbacks overall.
0: Yeah, I like think that? so, too. And, look, if you're in a Superflex, you got to smash the piggy bank if you need a quarterback. I mean, that's how that format works. If you're in a 12-team league and there's just a few options out there sipping pina coladas in the free agent pool, I think Andy Dalton's worth 10 to 15 bucks. I mean, especially the next three weeks, you get Arizona, I get up a 7.3 YPA. At Washington after that, 7.8 YP allowed. And then Philadelphia, 7.4. So Andy Dalton, uh, you know, he's going to come out cock-locked and loaded. I love me the red rifle. I do. Uh, I think he's going to surprise some people, and I'm kind of with you. Him and Drew Brees, really not that far off. Number four. All right, tell me your favorite out of these wide receivers, all rostered between about 40 and 50% of Yahoo leagues. Who would you rather have rest of the season? Your boy, Mike Williams, who you constantly sing the praises of. Henry <laughs> Ruggs, uh, who was just a lightning bolt in that uh, upset. I can't believe Vegas won that game, and arrow had craziness. Uh, against Patrick Mahomes and company or LaVisca Chenault, who has really dialed it up here the last couple of weeks. I'll give you my answer first, and I will listen to you digress. I'm going with LaVisca out of this thrice. A player, he has eight dots low. It's only 7.3. His yards per target, just 9.6. He's a guy that's typically close to the line, but he gets appreciable yak after the catch. Wide receiver, 26, and yak, per reception on the season. And you look at the last three games, six, six, and eight targets that he has seen in his general direction. And it looks like Gardner Minshew is really starting to build up the trust with him. And DJ Chark right now, dealing with an ankle injury, just can't stay healthy. I think Laviska Chenault is here to stay as a wide receiver three, at least in the near term, for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I would plug and play him this week, especially against a Detroit Lions defense that puts fear into no quarterbacks eyes so were you with me here mike williams Henry Ruggs, lavisca chenault tell me who you like tell me how much you would be willing to spend five wise i'd probably go about 10 to 12 on lavisca and say a 12 team league if i really needed a wide receiver
1: yeah uh yeah you went you jumped ahead of me because you knew i was going to chenault and you wanted to steal my thunder oh really uh, i didn't know no i didn't i thought for sure you're gonna go mike williams no, I'm not going Mike wins I'm not going Henry Ruggs and, and the problem there is those guys are deep threats but they're not getting they're not I wouldn't expect the volume and I, we're not seeing the volume with Henry Ruggs and I my colleague Jake Seely says always it's like I would always take the number one receiver over and he would call Chennault, you know the number three or the number 2.5 receiver for Jacksonville but the problem is is Henry Ruggs he, he had a huge game but he had three targets. Two catches. You saw the upside when he catches those targets. I equate the comparison between LaVisca and Henry Ruggs, much like the comparison between Marquise Brown and Debo Samuel last year. Hmm. Now I would want the Debo Samuel, the guy that is going to be more consistent from week to week because of the volume, because he's going to get some, you know, some carries thrown into the mix as well. He's going to have the ball in his hand more often. And Derek Carr does not, really hone in on a receiver he spreads the wealth it's nelson Aguilar. it's henry ruggs it's hunter renfro he spreads it around but he is not locking in to any one particular receiver And i don't know if that's going to happen uh anytime soon for henry ruggs so give me chenault as the kind of the safer play from week to week we're loving La Number three, uh, It's
0: working. Something for the shallow leaguers out there. If you're an 8-teamer, maybe a 10-teamer, a couple of guys uh, that could be widely available. Cam Akers, Alexander Madison. Uh, Cam Akers, about 60% rostered to Yahoo Leagues. Alexander Madison at 40%. Now, at tape time of this program, we don't know the extent of how long Dalvin Cook is going to be out. Uh, he's got a groin injury. Tried to gut it out in that game against the Seattle Seahawks on Sunday night. Uh, he got one snap, uh, walked off the field gingerly. So maybe he misses a game or two. But you and I, we love ourselves some Cam Akers. So even if you're in a deeper league and he's already on somebody's roster, maybe you should fire off a buy low trade offer right now. Uh, don't you agree?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm still not out on Cam Akers. We've hardly seen enough opportunity for him. You know, he's had uh, two, like two games plus one quarter. Yeah, we're not there yet on him. I think we're going to see it now that he's back. His workload continued to grow, and we'll see what he can do with it. But I expect good things.
0: And Alexander Madison is obviously somebody – look, if you're Dalvin Cook – supporter, Uh, and you don't have your handcuff, uh, you're going to have to go out there and probably spend at least half of your fad budget to shore up that backfield situation. Madison, of course, ran with a lot of vigor. Uh, That's what he does, much like Cook. He's not as good as Cook, uh, but he is a powerful and can be at times explosive downhill runner, and this Minnesota offensive line has really opened up some nice little holes in this one cut-and-go scheme under Gary Kubiak, but Cam Akers is somebody you got to get right now. Yes, even if you're in an eight-team league, four 4.15 4.15 yak per attempt. 25.9 missed tackle percentage on those 27 touches. Greatly outperforming, outdistancing Daryl Henderson in those categories and Malcolm Brown as well. May not happen against San Francisco this week, but I think the breakout happens against the Chicago Bears, my Bears, in a couple of weeks. And if it doesn't happen then, you get Miami after it. So Cam uh, is about to bam the competition. And uh, I think you got to go and grab him before the sales price expires. Number two. All right, let's work in one of the popular wide receiver pickups. It's Travis Fulgham. Uh pride of Old Dome, Brandon, the fighting monarchs of Old Dominion. Uh Travis fulgham has been outstanding, man. Thirteen point one A dot, thirteen point nine yards per target, seventeen point four yards per catch, four red zone targets, three receptions converted into two touchdowns. Uh fifteen targets on the season, twelve catches for two hundred nine yards and two TDs. Not the fastest guy with a four, five, eight, 40 yard time, but six foot three, 215 pounds. The former sixth rounder, a really refined route runner. And he's been winning a lot of these contested catch situations. What are you willing to spend on Fulgham? Or are you worried that it's going to get crowded once Jalen Rieger comes back, once Alshon Jeffrey comes back, if that ever happens? Or is he going to be the top choice for Carson
1: Wentz? Well, the Eagles. Are in absolutely a bird in hand situation. They better recognize. I mean, because listen, <laughs> we've seen Jordan Matthews and Greg Ward and J.J. Arcega-Whiteside try to fill in this void. They have a guy that went out there and played the part of a go-to guy that Carson Wentz absolutely fell in love with during that game. And you could see it; the trust was there. And I, I want to throw out this interesting comment from bull Wolf from the Athletic about mm. this game. Carson Wentz threw 37.1 percent of his passes into tight coverage. Uh, In this game against Pittsburgh that's with a defender within one yard or less of the receiver in his previous four weeks he had never gone over 19.1 percent he was in 14.3 11.6 and 7.1 so he was not throwing uh passes that he didn't trust uh before but he developed a trust for Travis Fulgham you could see it Fulgham was looking very comfortably like the go-to guy so I thought he looked great. I think he's kind of going to be here to stay for a while in this Eagles passing attack. So you say 10 to 12 for Laviska. I'm probably willing to push, if I have it, 20 on full. Yeah.
0: Play. Yeah, I was gonna say, and Andy Jackson, I think you got to toss it out there. Uh, I mean, you look at Philadelphia's upcoming schedule. You get Baltimore this week, tough one there. But you get the Giants in Dallas after that, then the bye week, then the Giants again. Mm. Oh, you got Seattle like coming it. up too. Yeah, yeah there like there are it. a lot of exploitable matchups there. So maybe even twenty five if you're really desperately seeking some wide receiver help for the old dome and Travis Fulgham number one all right and of course at number one a guy whose twitter game is already legendary that is chase claypool uh, you know, superimposing his head on Tom Brady's body, and Brady, of course, holding up now the infamous four because he didn't know how many downs it was. Senior moment there uh, for the Buccaneer against my Chicago Bears. Uh, Boo hoo, Tom Brady. <laughs> Sorry about that, and thank you Bears for scoring me a little cash on the money line last Thursday. But Claypool, four touchdowns and a player that you know we've seen his field stretching abilities. A 13.5 a dot this season. 13.7 yards per target. 20.1 yards per catch. Five. Red zone targets. He's converted three touchdowns. He's six foot four, two 225 pounds, an athletic freak with a 4'4", 240-yard speed. Um, he gets Cleveland on the immediate horizon. A defense that's allowed the third most fantasy points of wide receivers in a 7.3 YPA. How much, Brandon, fab cash are you willing to shell out for the former Golden Domer?
1: Tough. I think him and Fulgham are pretty comparable. Obviously, Deontay Johnson going out the back injury and playing six snaps allowed Chase Claypool to happen in week five. But it it also allowed everybody to realize this guy's not just an underwear all-star. My <laughs> right. goodness. I mean, wow. not only is he physically off the charts, but it actually can be plugged into the into the flow of a game and actually not and be something a lot more than just a raw piece of clay you know part oh, of
0: what you did there uh-huh yeah uh-huh. so
1: so i would not be surprised if we see maybe james washington's workload take a hit uh because steelers run a lot of three wide receiver sets and it would behoove them to keep him involved because he offers something different among this receiving core as just a big physical specimen that not only can hurt you down the sidelines it looks like he can hurt you anywhere uh so yeah um it, they, it would be crazy for them not to explore what they got with him. So I think I'm in the 20 to 25 range with him as well. I think people might tend to overrate the four touchdowns. they got to remember Deontay Johnson being out was the thing. That was the critical factor. Back, yep,
0: yep. Yeah. That And that's going to be what's really the most impactful here in determining his future value. So, yeah, you can't go crazy with the cheese whiz. I think 25, 30, 35 at most. Uh, but I think Travis Fulgham probably has a clearer path for rest-of-season targets by comparison to Chase Claypool because Deontay Johnson's damn good. He got Juju there. Uh, James Washington's still in that mix. Eric Ebron, too. So don't go overboard on Chase Claypool, though I'm imagining Brandon right now and the scene from Ghost, and he's molding that clay. Now, is he <laughs> Patrick Swayze or Demi Moore? I will let you decide that as we wrap up this edition of the Fantasy Fast Track. Follow Funson on Twitter, at Brandon Funson. Follow me, at Noisy Huevos. Please drop a a rating and a review would you kindly check out brandon's excellent work at the athletic and check out ftnfantasy.com ftndaily.com and Ftnbets.com. for all of your sports betting and fantasy sports content needs use that promo code evans e-v-a-n-s to get 10 percent off your subscription today until next time adios amigos